good, bitter, best. Never let it rest until the good becomes better and the better becomes best. back to the show everyone craig and jonah here today um we're back to our normal content um, <laughs> i don't know a brief interruption yeah <laughs> we did a more of a somber uh reflection on 9 11 and now we're back to <laughs> masturbation jokes and owning stories so <laughs> <laughs> um and, and picking on other people um <laughs> So uh, I, um, I'm i going to play a, a short clip of a podcast that we have played before. I just want to get, I just want to reflect on a little bit and get Jonah's reactions. I have not shared this with Jonah. He does not know what I'm going to talk about, but um, let me go ahead and get started here. So hopefully this will come through. The question for this week is, is oral sex okay? And so there's there's a little bit, there's, so. there's some yes and no <laughs> to this question. Let's go with the, the no first because that's a little easier. Um, and then we'll talk about the yes. Oral stimulation of the male genitals to climax is not licit. And the reason for that is because the male orgasm is inherently connected to the procreative aspect of his biology, meaning that the orgasm and ejaculation happen at the same time they coincide. And so that means that his orgasm needs to happen during penetration when it has the ability to fulfill its procreative purpose. Now, if it was oral stimulation of the man's genitalia, like as part of foreplay, that is okay but not to climax. Um, and then on the woman's side, the woman's orgasm is actually separate from her procreative process. So it is okay that the woman's orgasm actually happen outside of penetration so long as it is within one full sexual act, uh, meaning that maybe it happens right before penetration, maybe it happens right after it, but not say 20 minutes later after you've already started cleaning up. And the woman's like, oh, wait a second. Actually, I never orgasmed. Can we go do that? That would be a new sexual act. So oral stimulation of the female genitalia is um, absolutely licit. Um, there's no part of the body that is unkissable. Um, there's no part of the body that is untouchable. Um, and in fact, um, oral stimulation can be a very effective way to arouse the female body. Um, I don't so disagree with it's there. something <laughs> to maybe even consider if you haven't done it before and you have trouble becoming aroused enough. Um, but it's absolutely like morally licit so long as it's within that one complete sexual act. So, man, I mean, those are some tough rules. Like, you know, where, feels does, like where, legalism where does that rule come from? Like, that's the real issue. Like, where is the, I mean, is that written in theology of the body? Like that it has to be within the sexual act? Like what if the sexual act lasts like 10 hours? Cause like, you know, well, I mean, it's true. Like you read about those guys that can like not ejaculate or whatever. It's like, they can have sex for like a day, you know? And uh, I, I'm not quite, I don't have that stamina, but uh, <laughs> working towards it. But, you know, so like, I don't know, or like, you know, where she talks about, 
you know, stimulating the man. What if it is one of these guys that can like do it without ejaculating? Like, I mean, is that illicit then too? Like to train your body? Well, to to refrain from ejaculating during orgasm. Like, I don't know. And I, I mean, I don't have the willpower to do anything like that. But I'm just saying, maybe most guys don't. But there's certain guys that can. Like, you know, I think it's like some kind of like uh, oh, Taoist technique or whatever. Like, uh, well, even if we just get to more of a real world scenario, which is that women can certainly have multiple orgasms. Like for us, we're kind of, you know, off limits for a little while um, before you can do that again. Um, Speak for yourself, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you can get away with this stuff. You're off camera here. And... There's a lot of safety over here. <laughs> I tried to convince him to come over to the side over here long ago. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> but so I guess first of all, to answer your question about where it's at, I don't not the catechism. I'm pretty pretty confident of that. Yeah, there's nothing about a gotta be within the sexual act. Like, I mean And I, I And I'm not saying she's wrong either. I'm, I'm not just saying, saying she's that, wrong either, but there I would really like to see footnotes to this little discussion. Totally. Like, I mean because just where are those teachings and like where are they and is it really some sort of binding teaching you know like is it just from some talk that somebody gave or like where christopher west decides that is fine and that you know people just latch on to that but i mean is that really binding like is, is it really a rule or is it just a made up i don't know a stipulation that has gained traction i don't know well, I've had off. I've had discussions with this podcast host um, about this question. I said, "Can you tell me where this this concept is is at?" And, and I, I believe I'd have to go back and look. She said it's in Love and Responsibility, which is one of John Paul's books. I don't know if it's part of Theology of the Body, but it's it's a JP two writing. So does, is that binding though? Well, I don't think so. I mean, he wrote it when he was car a cardinal. He was not mm -hmm. pope when he wrote it. Even if he, even if he was, like, I don't think the theology of the body, like, I don't think theology of the body and the Monday audiences or whatever Wednesday audiences when he gave a lot gave a lot of those. I don't think is binding on us, but because popes can have opinions that aren't binding, right? Yeah. So yeah, and. And, and, and when I've pressed her on this, she's like, oh, you're just too focused on the rules. And I'm like, well, when you tell me something is illicit, and by illicit, I take that to mean sinful and... And, and very sinful at that. Potentially grievously sinful. Yeah, I, I do want, I do have questions. I do want to see where you, you know, someone come, you know, you give someone an elaborate math problem, they come and here's the answer. Like, well, how the hell, I, I want to see your work. I want to see your work. Yeah. And that's one thing that really, I really, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I, I want to see the work because, you know, I just, of course, I step back and I think, well, the average Catholic, I think you're going to go to the catechism and you're going to look for the answers there. If it's not there, how is the average Catholic going to know that? Yeah, they can't dig up a speech or, you know, a, a yeah. encyclical writing from like, you know, 50 years ago I, or whatever. I, I purchased another copy of Love and Responsibility um 
the other day and I'm I'm going through it. I'm I've read it before. I'm pretty confident it's certainly not spelled out in exact terms. Now because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like you said, you're too focused on the rules, yet you have to have an orgasm within this specific time frame. So go. <laughs> Start the stopwatch. It sure feels like a legalism that that people like her have accused me of by asking these kinds of questions because I'm like, well, well, how long is that? Is it 19 minutes and 30 seconds afterwards? Like you said, you got, is the husband got to be sitting there with a stopwatch and be like, eh, stop, stop. Spend completed. Spend completed. <laughs> oh, you're just a little bit too late. Yeah. Go to confession. Yeah, I mean, I guess what's so amazing is is for people that will get up and just with a straight face just recite these as as doctrine and like just like well how do I know you're right and how do I know whoever said this is right and how do I know you know so that's but that whole idea uh like and, and here's the other thing this whole con- let's just talk about the male for example this whole concept that well the male or- orgasm is part and parcel to his fertility or whatever and well number one i know it's not i mean guy we know from pulling out that that guys can have pre-cum or you know you could have it come out before ejaculation so you got to keep all that in there too or whatever. yeah I mean, so I think there's a I think there's a biological inaccuracy in that idea, but even even you could also just do it twice, you know. I'm just saying, right? Well, but, <laughs> but even number two is like okay, yes. Let's just let's just concede the fact that the, they're interrelated. It doesn't automatically follow that separating them is wrong. Like mm-hmm. I think I think they're like, you know. Let's see that the sun came up today. Therefore, God exists, or something like that. Well, yeah, the sun came up. That, but it doesn't automatically follow that God exists from that. Like I think they just think that because they paired this reality with this concept that, and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure it follows necessarily. And in nature, I mean, there's nocturnal emissions, so I mean, it's not like it's only connected to that singular act. Exactly, and and. Uh, and it's not like the sperm get better over time. They tend to degrade. And so you maybe have this massive amount of sperm there, but a lot of them aren't good anymore. Yeah, it's not you like they're wasting. It's not like there's a finite supply of it or whatever. So, so that's, you know, I think that, I think it sounds nice in theory and maybe it's true. Like I said, I'm not saying it's not accurate, but. It's not easy to find. Yeah, I think if you got to go digging into and kind of reading between the lines of, uh, a document, a lengthy document that that Pope John Paul II wrote when he was a cardinal. Uh, I don't know how binding that is on people. Like, for example, uh, with uh, the encyclical that Pope Francis wrote on the environment. Uh, what is it? Laudato si? Laudato, yeah. Something like that. I'm sorry, I can't speak Latin. But, um, you know, are we bound then to protect the environment at all costs? Depends who you ask. Like, I mean, seriously, you know, like, those that like it say yeah. Mm-hmm. Those that don't like it say no. Um, but I don't think so. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's done ex cathedra. It's not. I don't think it's considered infallible. 
Because otherwise he could never speak or have thoughts, right? Because everything would be still yeah. binding. Yeah. But so, yeah, I just, you know, when I hear that, because, you know, and then like, you know, and I've always thought that I can, I can sort of see the logic in the, in the idea of the man, you know, with, the, you know, how, whether it's masturbation or whatever, like, the pleasure of the climax is is very much associated with fertility because that's when the, the sperm is exiled or whatever. Um, but exiled, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that was Sorry. the name that came to me. And I, <laughs> Parting the Red Sea. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so but but for the female, the, I think the um, I think the logic becomes even more. On a gray in my mind mm-hmm. because as she says the female orgasm is i wouldn't say it's completely unrelated but for a lot of ladies it's not even present no uh it's certainly not necessary for reproduction i mean it's pretty hard for for women to get pregnant if the man doesn't ejaculate but there's, there's nothing i mean there may be some biological um, benefit to female orgasm i've heard that you know if you have an orgasm it sort of draws things in further and maybe improves your odds of pregnant of becoming pregnant but it's mm-hmm. a minor i think it's a minor factor and certainly not required mm-hmm. um and uh you know so the idea that well it it can happen it because here's what i think we're, we're here's where i think the rule really came from that I actually agree with is John Paul II. Pretty, pretty remarkable thinking about a celibate cardinal talking about these things, but he talked about he talked about how for a lot of women it's common for them not to achieve climax during sex, and a lot of them are frustrated, rightly so, from that. Mm-hmm. And that uh, I, I think there was the idea that that for husbands it's our job to to um, go, you know try hard to make sure that our that our wives experience all the pleasure that goes with it if it's possible like that's fine <clears throat> but then to to kind of like piece that piece that together and say yeah you could do it outside of the act of intercourse itself but it's got to be within 20 minutes or whatever like that they're just making this up i think i think sure, i mean <laughs> Sometimes in our house, the whole day is just one long sexual act. <laughs> well, very good. So, so I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you define that. Well, that's why when I asked her, like, women are capable of achieving uh, multiple orgasms. You know, if, so can you keep it going? Yeah. So, like, what do we start in the morning? And every thirty minutes, every twenty minutes. Did she say it, twenty minutes? She said it can't be 20 minutes, but like, oh, that she did say, yeah, it can't be longer than that. Or yeah, something. so that seems very arbitrary, but let's just assume it's 20 minutes. Okay, all right, honey, 15 minutes. Uh, ah, we're I gonna mean, get you going again. If you do, if that's like what the heck is defined as a, is a sexual act at that point in time, <laughs> I don't know. That's you know, I don't know. That's where the league was inside of it falls apart. I mean, it does. I mean, it feels like they're trying to. My my um, 
sort of cynical side thinks that this is part of their elaborate effort to like like you've got this you, like I said you sort of have this logical although I don't think it's all that convincing but you have sort of this plausible logical explanation for why male orgasm has to occur with intercourse okay I, I could see that but I don't see the same logical mm -hmm. connection between that and the female orgasm and I think they don't want a situation where the male orgasm has to but you know female orgasm can occur whenever and however and they don't want that happening and so they got to kind of got to fence in this this part of it so they, because because yeah. that's that's one of the things i've always said all right well let's don't start with the male orgasm don't start with male whatever but like show me how you get to female masturbation or female orgasm outside of sexes Mm -hmm. not okay like show me how you get to there and if it in a and if logic says there's nothing showing why it would be wrong for women so then why is it wrong for guys mm -hmm. because i think i kind of feel like that's what's going on here Im implicitly or not because they can't have a situation where let's say male masturbation or whatever however you want to call it is not okay but it is okay for women <laughs> and so I don't know. It's just uh, it, this is sort of the this is sort of the uh, the the kind of weird situation you get in when you're going to hold these concepts that are, like I said, not found in the catechism, mm -hmm. maybe found in theology of the body, and maybe found in some other papal comments somewhere back in the fifties or whatever. But yeah, there's no definitive guide to Catholic sex. Yeah, and. The rules have changed. I think we can link back to one of our previous episodes. Uh, just, you know, there used to be all kinds of days that were forbidden and different things you couldn't do. And I mean, it has evolved over time. Well, that was the that was the immediate thought that came to me when she's like, you know, oh, it has to be within a certain period of time. It can't be more than 20 minutes or whatever. And I'm thinking, this sounds a lot like our medieval sex practices mm -hmm. or sex rules <laughs> medieval sex practices. Yeah. <laughs> just think of the torture chamber. Yeah. But, um, What's interesting too is like so I was reading about masturbation the other day and <laughs> well about the rules and so I it wasn't forbidden until the year 1054 mm. which ironically is also the same year that the Eastern Rite split away from the church so I'm not saying they're connected but it's just an interesting connection wow. <laughs> it's not connected but it's just a really odd coincidence you know that Pope did a lot of stuff you know and uh but you think for the first thousand years, you know, you didn't really have much to worry about. You know, I wonder what the teaching was like. Like, yeah, you know, but maybe it's different. Like, like Father Longenecker said, we don't live under natural conditions. So people probably, you know, like they didn't have iPhones to look at before they went to bed or, you know, whatever. They just had their spouse and uh, maybe that's what they did and started watching Netflix, you know, and then, you know, it, it just worked out. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, when you... I can't help but think when you start saying this this rule, if it's a rule, is spelled out in theology, the in uh, love and responsibility, which was authored in the '60s or '70s. Okay, what what do we do for the Catholic that lived in the Middle Ages? Like that didn't exist. <laughs> it probably it probably wasn't even a catechism they read. Like how do they how do they navigate? 
Mm -hmm. listen and illicit stuff in the bedroom. Yeah. Like, and you still have very underdeveloped parts of the world now that, you know, I just, I'm just curious how many of them sit up worrying about listen and illicit acts and love and responsibility. And it, it sort of feels like a, a first world problem. It does. <laughs> We're just like bored. We figured out all the other stuff. Now we got to like <laughs> burden ourselves with scrupulous legalism about where you ejaculate. Yeah. And how, how long, how, what's your window is to have a female <laughs> orgasm. And, I don't know. Get to work, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this encoder to end. Yeah, I just imagine like you could get on like a, a digital clock up on the up on the bedroom wall and you hit hit that starting like yeah, it's like a buzzer goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't make it. Points didn't count. Yeah. Shot was made after the clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It like you said, there's just a lot of explaining that needs to be done as far as yeah. I'm I'm genuinely curious about this, and I, the, anyone that comes across this, I mean, there's an open invitation to anyone that wants to come on, and we'll be respectful mm -hmm. for the most part. Yeah, well, uh, I might joke, but yeah, yeah but like I, they just show us the work, like mm -hmm. show us how you get from point A to point Z here. Um, and my issue, I don't, I don't doubt that somebody has said this at some point, yeah. or you know, like that. It's fine. It's fine to think about that, but for it to be yeah. binding, yeah. I would like to see number one where the rule is, and number two, if someone could say, other than saying, "Well, the church teaches this, and therefore you have to accept it." Beyond that, can someone provide some logical explanation to me why, why the Lord it would be deeply offended if the the wife orgasms 25 minutes after intercourse sleep. <laughs> Help me understand that. I mean, maybe you get a light cramp or something, you know. It's like, <laughs> I mean, like seriously, you know, like gotta go get some potassium and then get back in there, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe they I don't know, does the own these does the owning punishment kick in at that point in time? <laughs> I, mean, I, <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I'll listen to any story, I'll listen to any explanation, but there doesn't seem to be a rush of people out there to to explain that, and I I think I think just saying, well, that's what that's what the rule is, and move on. I don't know. For a lot of people, I guess that's enough. I to me, I just I'm just not quite all that satisfied with that. So yeah, I agree. So anyway, open invitation. Reach out to us <laughs> if you want to come on. Maybe we'll um send you a parting gift or something like that. If you come <laughs> on, maybe, so. Yeah. All right. Well, till next time, every thanks, Jonah. Until next time, everyone. Bye. Have a good one.